Mark the radio dial setting at GameZillaMedia.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. GameZilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. GameZilla Alpha. Welcome to GameZilla Alpha, where we're going to talk about the sky and how it's blue and just beautiful and uh, overall you know just uh just a lovely lovely sky I'm rising from the ashes like a phoenix grimlock tell them who i am uh, um jesus the man this got real <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, I got it. I got Real it. Quick. I got it. I got it. It's Battleborn. You're Battleborn. Ba- Battleborn. Battleborn. Moon. Battleborn. Battleborn. It's so awful. Is that, is that not it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. You get one more guess. Mm-hmm. And then we're just ending Alpha. It's just over. Oh, okay. Then it's got to be. Let me think about this. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I think I got it. It's uh, it's um, horse racing 2016s horse racing time. No. Yes, horse racing 2016. It's the newest and hottest thing in 2018. Shut up, Jazzy. We all know what we're talking about. No Man's Sky. Now, let's be real. You had it with horse racing, all right? Nobody plays No Man's Sky anymore. I mean, I play it again. I mean, you play it for the first time ever, and they the, can be the, proven. The glitch bought it, and and my wife plays it, and Miggy plays it, and no, nope, false. I bought, false. I bought it on Xbox for some reason, and but anyways, yeah, we're talking about what we think the greatest video game comeback ever in No Man's Sky next. So. If you don't know the history of No Man's Sky, then you're not a gamer because you would have for two for two three years it was just like the you know everyone was excited for this game. It was going to be the the next greatest thing. It was going to be it was going to be Fortnite before Fortnite, right? It was going to be that yeah. game that broke records, that changed the way games were made and played. And then it came out and bombed, and it bombed. Hard. I mean, it is hard for me to think of another game that did so bad at launch after such high expectations, unless you're talking about Brink, because I hate Brink and that game should never <laughs> have existed. But no, seriously, this game had so much hype. It was it was it was just talked about at every convention, every day through the media, and then it just tanked yeah so, i think um 
as an overall consensus, right? Because there's games out there that on a personal level people can get hyped for and then, you know, they've been in development forever and then development forever and then they're just wiped off the face of the planet and then seven years later they come back to E3, you get super hyped for them again and then you buy it like The Last Guardian and it's hot trash. But that's just my personal (laughs) story, right? We're talking about the mass of people. If you go on to Reddit, it was like, well, one of the most downvoted games to ever reach Reddit. Yes, there's been records that have that have surpassed that since then, but at the time, one of those downvoted conversations was the way that No Man's Sky was nothing like it was supposed to be at launch. You go on to Steam, and it had some of the worst sales and some of the highest returns mm-hmm. yep. of a video game in Steam history. Yep, yep. To people like you and I that just decided that, you want to know what, we both got to play the game, and then we were going to go ahead and purchase our copies of the game. One of us continued to purchase it, and it sat on our shelf. The other one decided to not take that jump and purchase the game straight from the beginning. Ha! Joke's on you, though, because I was that fool that bought the game, and two years later it paid off because I still have it, and now I get to play it. Sucker. That just goes to show you, if you're mad at a video game, just hold on to it for a couple of years. Nowadays, you never know. Just maybe. (laughs) Nowadays, you never know. But, um, so, you know, everyone's here like, why are we talking about No Man's Sky two years later? And that's simply because if you listen to the Games Little Podcast a few weeks back, I apologize to uh, Sean Murray, the lead director of No Man's Sky, because I felt that I didn't understand the situation and fully. And I don't think anybody did because they weren't very public about it. And so, you know, I, I kind of was like, you know what? After this update and after here and after they came out publicly and talked about the the last two years and what they've been through and how they've ne- and how they didn't give up and, and they deliver this 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 next next version of this game um, I had to kind of step back and say, "Wow, you know what? I'm gonna give the I'm gonna applaud them." And and here we are now, several weeks a- you know after the update launched, having an episode about this game because of how much it's impacted us. And kind of and right now it's become our primary game. Like when when it's like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna you wanna play something? Yeah, what do you want? Oh, no man, hop on No Man's Sky. I'll meet you on there." And that's what it is, you know. So. Um, I can't think of a game that was so damaged and so l- looked upon negatively to come around and and watch like sevens, eights, nines, oh, you know, no perfect tens, of course, but like seven, eight, nine out of ten reviews coming out after this update and the player base coming back to life that that was so non-existent because no one gave everyone gave up on this game this was a seven dollar bargain bin game at your local you know uh video game store and now right. <laughs> you can't even find a used copy of it unless you want to pay 20 30 dollars for it so i just you know we wanted to talk today about how we believe this is one of the biggest turnarounds we've ever seen in gaming and mind you Games being patched and DLC and things like that have not been around very long when you look at the grand scheme of things. So back in the day when a bad game came out, it was a bad game. And you just hoped that 
the next one was better, right? Like, that's all you could do. Nowadays, we do get these patches, and we do get these this DLC, and, we, and, and we've seen things like this. I'm not saying this is the only game that's ever turned, turned itself around, but the, how drastic and a game that we just thought, A, it's, it's bad, and it's always going to be bad, and it's never going to be what we wanted. Uh, we've all moved on. And then also a developer that were like, well, they'll never make another video game, let alone even probably talk to the public ever again. And here we are, not making another video game, working on this same game for two years to try to deliver something that they know their fan base wanted. Right, and, and a lot of this co- stems back to the hype, right? They had this idea for a game. Did you say hype? Came up hype, <laughs> right. They came out with an idea for this game. They had a concept in mind, and then they sold us on that concept. The issue here is that when the game released, that concept was not there. It just was missing. So everything that we thought we were getting in No Man's Sky, the fact that the galaxy is so big you'll never see another person, the replay value of this game is going to be continuous forever and ever and ever. The, you know there's going to be this massive story mode that's going to be able to take you on this journey through the galaxies. And none of it was there. Not to mention, the game was just so broken. PC players versus console players having a completely different experience to even the games themselves just not working and being so buggy that they were unplayable at some points. And then you have the studio basically go silent, right? And we've decided to go back and apologize to, you know, not only Sean Murray, but everybody who's worked on this team, which we found out was a very small team of like, what, 15 people? At at its peak was 15 people. Right. Um, Because although maybe they didn't go about it the best way for them on a PR standpoint, like they went quiet, right? And then that's just going to keep feeding people to like throw hate at them because they're not getting the response or the answers that they want. You know, an angry gamer is going to be an angry gamer until you make them happy again. And unfortunately, you know, the people over at Hello Games went silent and kind of, I want to say, brought that upon themselves a little bit because I think that, you know, if they would have came out and said, hey, here's what we're doing, just give us a hot minute, then I think people would have been a little receptive to that. And they would have maybe, maybe, big maybe, backed off a little bit, right? But they delivered exactly what they were doing in the fact that they went quiet, fixed their game, and then released the fixes, which were everything that everybody was complaining about the game. They fixed every problem that No Man's Sky had at launch. Every single one of them. Yeah, I think a lot of people went into it and... They were. I don't know. I guess the problem is, is that I don't think anyone really knew what to expect of this game. So when it came out, it, it like there there was a lot of things it did that were, um, you know, impressive. The game is an action adventure survival game, and it, it the, the special thing about it is it's procedurally generated open world universe, which basically using the code that they generated for this game. It included 18 quint- quintillion planets, 
More planets than like, like there'll be planets that are never discovered is what they said. And each one of those planets has its entire, its own unique ecosystem with unique forms of plants, animals, and all sentient beings, species. Uh, and it just, it sounded amazing. And the art was pretty good. Like it looked, you know, it wasn't like uh, realistic, but it looked, but the art style seemed unique and and fun. And then the yeah, game. Yeah, like an advanced cell shaded almost. Yeah, and then the game came out and it was just kind of, it fell flat. Now, to be fair, there were a ton of planets and on those planets were different creatures but they were few and far between and just it kept, you know a lot of these planets felt empty and so you're right this update came and it I don't even really know how I don't know how the update got a whole got my attention that's the weird thing right like I can say that I believe Jazzy is more is, is into this game because I was already into the game and kind of and kind of sharing the ex- the initial experience I've had, and it was enough for him being a Minecraft player to be like, "Ooh, I want to try this." But for me, I don't really know what happened. I know we had some people in the community asking if we were going to play it, but I was like joking, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play No Man's Sky again," <laughs> and now I have a hundred hours into it already. But I um. It's weird. Like, I saw some articles, and I kind of saw some positivity around the update. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe they actually, you know, kind of did something here. And and then I think the big thing was multiplayer, co-op, easy drop-in, drop-out, co-op. And I was like, okay. And I knew I had the game. You know, I already had the game on PS4. So I was like, all right, well, I mean, I don't have to spend any money to really give this a try. And wow, you're right. They 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 buck, buckled down and just did an amazing job. So let you know, we've covered that. We've covered the the rough start due to leaked early copies of people streaming the game and showing the world like, "Oh man, this is a mess." To lawsuits about the word sky. Do you remember that? Yep, over in Europe, they <laughs> yeah. weren't allowed to release the game on time right. because of the use of the word Sky. Yeah, because of another company coming after them. And then, yep. do you remember that they actually got in trouble because they were accused of stealing a doctor's actual like equation, and that's how they made the procedurally generated open world universe work, was by using this doctor's equation. And so it had a lot of stuff happen to it that did not help this game. But it has, you know, survived through all of that and come out the other side. And now that's what we want to talk about. Why, why are we playing No Man's Sky next? And why should the listener today consider playing this game? And, the, you know, my, my first thing I can tell you is that this game looks like a different game. So when I say No Man's Sky next, you might as well just say No Man's Sky 2. Yeah. Because I really, like, it is a different game. And you can go on YouTube and watch these video comparisons of, like, what does this world look like 
in the old version and what's it look like now? What's an old space station look like and what's a new space space station look like? And of course, yes, there's all sorts of new stuff, you know, like freighters and uh, you know an increased amount of of species and activ and and wildlife and all that type of stuff. So and and we got phone calls too. I mean, people are calling in right now, and being like, "Man, No Man's Sky, how much is a copy of that?" I'll tell you, it's on sale for the PS4 for twenty dollars right now. It's a steal. If you want the Xbox, you're gonna pay probably about fifty bucks because it's brand new. It wasn't on Xbox before. That's the other thing that we didn't talk about. It was exclusive to PS4 initially. Uh, the PC version did come out, which was a nightmare. But the Xbox version just came out with this update. So now it has a whole new platform and you know to, to get started on with it being healthy. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, why are we playing it? I, put, I picked it. I, I updated it. I started playing and I go, wow, this is really pretty. Like, this looks really good. Like, wow, it's a big upgrade visually. And then I started, like, collecting some resources. I'm like, yep, I remember this. Yep, I remember this. And I died right away. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember what to do. And, you know, I'm kind of learning learning the the basics all over again. I get, I kind of get it under my belt and I find my first ship and I, then I got to repair it so I can fly. And before I know it, I'm five hours in the first night. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this, I just got absorbed in this. And you want to know what it didn't do? Stress me out. It was just <laughs> relaxing and, and I was exploring and at times, I wasn't doing anything. Like, there, I wasn't reaching towards any goal other than, like, I should probably resource some, and I, and I should make sure I have enough fuel so I can get to another planet when I'm ready to leave, you know? And then I started finding new things, right? I was like, oh, building bases. What's, I, you, can build a, you can build a house now? That's that's different, you know, and that didn't happen with this recent update. That's something they added. There's been like about four updates since the launch, yeah, and three ma- three major patches, right? Yeah. So back in 2017, their first patch was the base where you can where you can build your own base and have kind of like a, a home a home base to go back to and put all of your different like tools and stuff like that into you know mine planets and do what you're doing. Then they came out with a patch that made mobility easier, right? With the ATVs and the land vehicles, including uh, upgraded ships, so you can get different ships, right? And then there was, I think, pa- like small patches in between that, like bug fixes and stuff like that. There was no like major DLC, I guess you could call it, until next, which right. is this most recent one. Yeah. So I started getting to play these, you know, kind of experience some of the new stuff around here, and I'm and I I've really enjoyed it. So um, next thing I know, without really even asking her, I walk in and my wife's playing the game on her PS4. I'm like, oh, did you take my disc? And she's like, no. And I laugh at her. I go, you bought your own copy? And she's like, yeah. And so we ha- like, we're both gamers, and but we haven't played a video game together in a long time because I'll I'll end up on a competitive gaming scene. She's not a competitive gamer. It just doesn't click. You know, she's played. She's dabbled a little bit in Fortnite. And, and here and there we play some games, but overall we're kind of like, segre- you know, we're segregated in a way where it's like, we're in the same room, we're playing games, we're talking to each other, but we're just not 
playing a game together, and I've kind of missed that because we've we've done that in the past. And now I find myself, you know, uh, I don't want to say every night, but but you know, a couple nights a week where we just sit down and we're like, let's play some No Man's Sky and explore this planet together, and it's just fun. It's just relaxing, fun, and I don't know. I they got it. You're, like you said, they just they find they they already had a they already had a base. You know, there was there was some things at the launch that you had to at least give credit to and they kept those things and built around it and they really have something special here yeah i could tell you what what pulled me in aside from grimlock saying hey you should come back to this game right i mean that's pretty simple you played it once (laughs) you got obsessed like that's what you do yep but uh to to that point is they had that first patch it, it put bases in the game. I'm like, okay, cool. So they're basically putting a full Fallout 4 version, you know, into No Man's Sky where you could build your own base, right? I was like, been there, done that, played Fallout 4, like still doesn't catch my attention. Then they release all the different ships and the different land vehicles and stuff like that. I was like, oh, cool. Now you could drive around and gather resources quicker and stuff like that. Still, you know, still not my cup of tea. And then they release next, which graphically completely changed the game. It's now a gorgeous game. And I was like, okay, it looks super cool. Still not going to play it until they released the co-op exploration. The second that they made it so that you, I could join my friends and play around in the game on a a planet or on different planet like it just pinpoints where you are i could be in a different galaxy and it'll tell grimlock where i am so that he could come meet up with me if he wants to like the ability to play with your friends instantly was like okay now i can go play with my friends in this game and i don't have to explore planets by myself now i'm in and of course i hopped on the first night because grimlock wanted me to hop in and give this game a try he's like it's changed man it's the beautiful Everything that we had problems with have been fixed. Just try it out. So I pick it up. I put it in my system. I hop on. I'm with player one Miggy and I'm with Grimlock. And I'm like, hey, tell me what to do. And they're explaining to me from the fact that they've played for a little bit longer. And I have like the basis of the game, right? Like, hey, you have to mine this. You have to, you know, get these pieces in order to put this uh, thing together. And then with that thing, you'll be able to add that piece to your ship. You got to build, rebuild the pieces of your ship so that you can leave the planet and take off and explore the universe, galaxy, and beyond, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. So I start getting into it and stuff like that. And I immediately am hooked. I realize it's like four hours later because I'm just in a chat with my friends on the same planet, gathering resources together. We built ourselves a little, like, GameZilla Media starter base together, which... Everything links, so it's if I build a wall and then Grim builds a wall next to it, it's not like they're separate. It's just one cohesive unit because we're on the same team, right? It's just they've done everything that I could want them to do in this game by adding a multiplayer functionality. Yeah, the multiplayer is a huge piece for me. I think um, I think we can look at that part and say that it, it it's for for some gamers it is a big deal like i've always pl- i played a lot of skyrim and you know but that's my like my wife's favorite game is probably skyrim 
and she's played it so many hours. But for me, I was like, I would play this game more if I could play a, play this story, play these missions with with her. And you know, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online came out, but it's not the it's not the same. So that like that's the thing, like it doesn't feel the same to me. So. But I got excited for Elder Scrolls Online because it was that concept of here's Skyrim, here's the idea of Skyrim, but with friends. Well, No Man's Sky is that. It's it's super easy for me. Like you, like you just said, you and uh, Miggy were on a planet learning the beginning of the game, and I just jumped into your galaxy, landed, uh, fired a few bullets at you from my plane, just from my ship, just for fun, and then hopped out, and we built a we built a house there and everything. But at the same time, I, when I was done. And Jade hopped on next time. I could go back to where we were, you know, just painlessly and and keep exploring our galaxy. So the idea of being able to jump around like that is cool. And I mean, it does create in a game that's grindy and a game that is you know never ending realistically. And and you can explore as far as you want. And like. It helps to be able to do that with others, you know. Like, it, like I don't want to play a game like this by myself for hundreds of hours. I'm just not interested at that point. Right. So that, I think that's why that particular mechanic, that particular option that they've added, is so important to at least uh, gamers like us. Yeah, because I'll hop on and I'll and I'll go hard on this game for a specific amount of time solo, and eventually I'll burn out. Right. And then adding my friends back into the mix where we can try to do different things or, like you said, become bounty hunters and go on these, like, team missions together and and stuff like that is going to add gameplay value to this game and put hours in that I wouldn't have done solo. But at the same time, I can say that I am, as of right now, fully hooked on even the solo play. So the very next day... I hop in, Grimlock's not on, he's busy, Miggy's not on, he's busy, and I'm like, all right, well, let me just, you know, dabble around and try to get myself, you know, up a little bit in in levels so that I can, you know, be where these guys are at since they put more time into it. And I go to this, this other galaxy and onto this planet, and there's these creatures there, this race, I should say, called the Gex, right? Yep. They're just like little chameleon people. They look like chameleons, but people, right? The best way I could describe them. And I come to find out, like, oh, I'm on a different planet. So every time their their voice lines come up, it's just a bunch of gibberish because I can't understand them. And the first one I talk to, it says, for 10 units, I could teach you a word of this language. And I'm like, what? So I hit the button, and it's like, you've learned the word gex. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I've, I've now learned what their name is, I guess, right? But then it didn't hit me until I go to the very next NPC in the game and click on it. And then one of the words in their gibberish is green and it says Gex. And I'm like, oh, once I learn the word, then I learn the language. And I kid you not, kid you not, I spent three hours just going around to NPCs and having them teach me words. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
because you do know, like because and there are reasons to doing it like you are you are gaining favor of that species and which means then when you're buying selling and everything the the rates that you're getting are better you're not you're not getting ripped off as much um you know because when you first start buying from a species that doesn't trust you they charge you more for something and then when you try to sell them something they try to rip you off and so you're trying to, you know, in, in a game where where currency is uh, is very important and and uh, inventory is really really important, you want to be able to try to get the the fairest deal, and that's that, you know this is one way to improve your chances. And so we don't know everything about this game, right? Because I, I when it first came out, I only played it a little bit. We had early access to this game, and I was like, it's going to be, you know, like, yes, it's a mess, but day one patch is going to come out. It's going to be good. And then my copy came, day one patch came, and I go, oh, my, this is the same game. I put, like, five hours additionally into my, th- let's say, 30 hours of early access, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. And that was it. So I'm coming back into this, and there's a lot of things that, are new but also there's a lot of old things that are still new to me and that's nice um but you know even simple things that that i didn't even think about didn't even realize is that you couldn't play this game in third person in the vanilla state it was a first person exploration and i completely forgot about that and now you can flip between the two but you could play it in that third person view which i enjoy and play pri- most of it in that third-person view, but um, I didn't even—I didn't even realize that until I was like reading about like what the update did, and someone's like, "Yeah, you can play in you know third-person default now," and I was like, "You couldn't do? Oh wow, you're right. I was in first-person when I played that game two years ago." So um, you know, it's even small things like that. But you know, my like you said, you you yours was the language thing. My thing was like I read someone about um, their horror. Their like they had a experience with No Man's Sky Next that was straight out of a horror movie, and and they were terrified. And I was like, "What is this?" You know. And I read a, I read a bit about it, and it was about whispering eggs, and and basically this new thing that you're gonna find on you know toxic or. Um, radioactive planets or or dead planets because you can find just straight up dead planets but in those planets you'll still find like buildings and stuff but around those buildings the buildings will be all destroyed and around the buildings are these like egg clusters and you go down and you can harvest the egg or it looks like you can harvest the egg but then when you try to trigger it it doesn't do anything but it has a health bar so you could shoot it and so, you know, the guy, like, I read the article enough where the, the guy's like, don't shoot it. And I was like, well, no one tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I shoot the thing, and it's just like, all of a sudden, it's, it, it's like yelling at me that something's spawning. And it's, and I see a little, like, um, orb drop, and I, like, cut, that fell out of the egg, and I pick it up. And then I turn around, and there has to be 30, 40, 50 of these, like, xenomorph-looking alien creatures just just coming after me. Like, like nonstop, oh, I, and I'm dead. Before I know it, I, I can't even, like, move. I'm swarmed, dead, and I'm like, what? I go back to the article at that point, because I was like, hold on, I'm going to finish reading this article now. And I read about this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. It's basically like, you know, the eggs honestly look a lot like Xenomorph from Alien, 
uh, eggs. They, you know, looks like a like a face hugger should fly out of them and latch on your face. And the creatures that come out of the ground remind me a ton of Perfect Dark aliens. Uh, if you ever saw the Vin Diesel movie Perfect Dark before he became Big Shot, they remind me a ton of those. So I was like instantly like, oh wow, that's cool. And then I looked at the egg. And I was like, oh my goodness, this egg is worth 95,000 credits. There has to be 30 of these eggs here. I need to figure out how I can harvest these. (laughs) So I built a whole concept around building little forts around this burnt down facility because I realized that these creatures had a hard time getting into the forts. Now, mind you, I said... They have a hard time. I did not say it's impossible for them to do it. <laughs> so right. if they get into your little 4 by 4 hut, you are screwed. So remember that. Um, but if you can find a way to harvest them semi-safely, it is a great way to earn currency, which then allowed me to buy you know a better multi-tool and kind of and kind of allowed me to um, expand my some of my um, equipment and my ship and stuff like that. But it wasn't like, it wasn't just for the credits. It wasn't just for the currency. I had a fun time. And then I ended up picking up like a bounty at one of the space stations. It's like kill, kill, you know, 13 creatures. And I don't ever want to shoot the, (laughs) that's the thing about this game, right? Every creature I I come, yeah, you never want to shoot them. But these, these assholes I'll shoot them all day long because they are the worst. So I was like, I wonder if it counts. And I shoot one and I actually managed to kill it. And sure enough, it counted. And I was like, oh, yeah. Not only am I going to harvest these eggs, I'm going to just murder a bunch of these aliens. And yeah, I sat there for, like you said, probably three, four hours just doing that simple thing around that one building, having a fantastic time. Yeah. And mind you, if you all try this at home, be warned that he's right. Everything he said is right. Cause I was like, he told me about it. He's like, man, just don't like watch out for the whispering eggs. They spawn all these aliens and they come attack you and you're like insta dead. And I'm like, come on. Nothing in this game has like touched me yet. Right? Like nothing's going to hop out that, that that's that bad. So I found some whispering eggs on a planet. Luckily there was a hut nearby that I was able to run into. Cause he told me that they had a hard time getting into buildings but I broke one of these whispering eggs, and I kid you not, I felt like I was in a scene from Starship Troopers. <laughs> That's a good reference. It was like just swarms of alien bugs coming out of the ground and just like attacking me, and I barely made it into the hut like with a, a little bit of life left and was able to basically wait until they recede back into the, to yes. the planet, right? But, oh, man, I, I was not... I was warned, and I still wasn't prepared for that. Yep, yep, exactly. And so, and and we've just scratched the surface because we haven't gone that far. We haven't traveled, um, warp traveled into other galaxies that much. So, um, you know, as we get further into the, or you're kind of drawn to the center of the universe is the goal. So as you're drawn closer to the center of the universe, uh, we're gonna you're gonna come across planets that are more hostile. You're going to come across freighters and ships that are going to attack you. There's going to be hostile areas that are, you know, more like 
what we dealt with with these whispering eggs, except instead of like having to trigger them, they're just going to be there and you're going to have to avoid them. And that's something that this game has added, you know, has been built built more around is like now when you launch this game, you have multiple slots for multiple character uh, playthroughs of the game and you can choose like, do I want to play a normal game? Do I want to play a survival game? You know, where, where it's more or less like, um, it's more like a lot, a lot of things are out to get me. And then they added the permadeath game mode now. So now you have this mode where you launch a character and when they die is over. You start, you start completely over because in a normal game you die and yes, you have to go run back and find your grave site basically and be able to recover your items, you know, but it's, but it's not, there's not a whole lot of penalty to it as long as you can get back there. In the permadeath, it's, yeah, you lose everything. So, like, that mode interests me, too, where I'm like, well, I'm going to start, I want to start streaming this game. I think it's going to be a fun game to stream because it's kind of laid back and people can kind of play along with me in the sense of, like, hey, can you build this or can or can we go try to find one of these creatures? And, and you know, we can do that as a group. Um I think that's interesting, but the permadeath adds that cool thing where it's like, all right, guys, we're going to start a permadeath character, and we're going to make it as far as we can. It's a stream-only character, so I'll only play it on stream, and then when it all falls apart, we'll decide if we want to do it again, you know? And that's I think that's interesting to me. So there's just so much playability to this game and so much, like, just question marks around, like, what's driving me to this universe and, and there's and, and I mean the game's been out long enough that uh, and I guess I don't know for sure with next if it's changed at all but from what I from what I do know is that you get to the center of the universe and you kind of like as long as you did things right you kind of end up releasing your traveler the character that you are and then you spawn into like a new universe and you start over right and and like right. and 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 people have done that a lot you know hundreds thousands of times like some people love this game and they have not stopped playing it because they believe that there's something beyond that they believe that once i hit the you know hundred ten thousand world or universe something's gonna happen because there's secrets that haven't been uncovered in this game yet and and there may be maybe there is but um I just enjoy it. It, it, you know, from the simple from the simple standpoint of a game just to play and 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 be a little bit mindless and just relax while being interactive, to that question of like, what is this really? Where where could I end up? Has is there more? And someone just hasn't found it yet. You know, and that's uh, always that that question mark out there. And it kind of reminds you of like just being a kid and staring up in the sky when you were young and being like, what's out there? And to me, that to be able to play out that scenario is something that in a lot of games you're driven across a linear line that forces you to play a story that you either care about or you don't. And here you play, you play entirely how you want. You warp to, to universes the way you want. You travel around and, and you're either good or evil, you know, and do things the way you want. Uh, destructive or protective of the environments. It's all a sandbox. And I mean, I, I, I think I understand even more so now what people see in Minecraft, but, but 
the thing about the difference here is that I'm a sci-fi guy. I like space. I like, you know, I like aliens. And so for me, this is my Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you kind of hit the point, but the whole permadeath thing, I don't know, whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, I'm on like a kick of that. And don't get me wrong. There's times where I just want to be able to play a game, and like if I die, then I can get my stuff back, and you know whatever. But for whatever reason, like I'm in this kick right now with games, be it you know State of Decay, be it Minecraft if you put it on the permadeath mode, be it this game if you put it on the permadeath mode. Being able to go into these games where you have the ability to build and create and like try to see as far as you can go, and then when you die, you start over. And I'll do that, obviously, for a certain period of time and then get off of the kick and then hop back on at some point. But, like, for whatever reason, I'm just in this giant kick right now of, like, yeah, this game is super fun and creative. I was like, imagine if I died, I lost everything. It immediately makes me pay attention to everything in the game so much more. <laughs> yep, yep. So, all right, well, we've ran over our, uh, our normal time, which we typically do when we have... Uh, talk about something that we're currently just obsessed with and I think that's a proper word right now is that we are obsessed with this game and we never thought we would ever say that about No Man's Sky but here we are and that's why I think we can easily say it's the greatest game turnaround greatest game comeback of all time and it's just amazing to see a group of 15 people again at its peak maybe less now stick to a project like this and be able to f turn around and deliver something that they can be proud of and we can turn around and say thank you for and I think that's why this episode needed to be done is is for us to sit there and say thank you because this is a, a cool experience and, and I am glad it may have took two years but I am glad that I am able to experience it and enjoy it for even if it's even if it's not done yet like Sean Murray has said like there's still so much more they want to do I could sit here and say, like, you you should be proud of this, and this is this is definitely you've delivered something that is unique and special, and you know it'll it'll be yes, it'll always have that history of being a huge disappointment, but now you have that you know that story of of a great comeback, and that's you know an underdog, and and those always are the uh, you know those are always the stories that I enjoy the most. So I uh, I look forward to playing this game more. I look forward to streaming this game for our, for our fans in the community. And, you know, basically after I'm done recording this, I have enough time to eat. And then I'm, la I'm launching into outer space on stream to, uh, you know, to play some No Man's Sky. Maybe with my co-pilot, Jazzy Fiddle. Yeah, that's true. But remember, you can listen to this episode while you are watching us play No Man's Sky, no man stream, no man, no stream. man stream. I no like it. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that'll be the title of my title. stream today. There you go, there you go. Uh, the only way that you can listen to this podcast while watching the stream of No Man's Sky is if you go to Patreon.com/slash/GameZillaMedia, become a patron today. Your patron contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media. You get five unique levels of access, starting at just one dollar a month one just one dollar and you could get this show early access which would be on thursdays and it normally releases on sundays so that's three extra days 
Go to patreon.com slash gameslawmedia. Become a patron. Listen to this show while watching us stream this game. You will not be disappointed. All right. Any last uh, words about No Man's Sky? I think uh, I think we've covered a lot of it, but I just I think once again I will just simply say, if you slept on this game because you heard all the bad news, it's time to give it a try. And if you played this game and you hated it, it's time to maybe re you know give it another shot because this is and this is a different game and it is a special game. And uh, you know if if exploration and survival and adventure is your is your thing and then I, I i really think you'll enjoy no man's sky next yeah uh, the last words that i will leave you with is um when are we going to play this game again uh it's as soon as you can decipher this get friend all right, well, I got a couple more hours of uh, language <laughs> learning to do, but as soon as I get to that point, I'll see you on No Man's Sky. All right, everybody, thank you for hanging out on GameZilla Alpha. We will see you next week, and until then, game on. Game on.